Hello there again. Welcome back to the Shadcast. This time we're having a proper sort of old-fashioned episode. If you've been here for a while, you may remember that the bulk of my episodes have always been unscripted. Just me rambling in my room with like some loose pointers sometimes for, what, a few hours on end. Well, I decided to bring back that... Fuck, I decided... I've decided to bring that back and uh, that means that I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk about something just whimsically for a while, probably quite esoteric too. Today we're going to be talking about spirituality. If you've been here for a while you may know that I talk about spirituality a lot on the Shandcast, you know. I find it to be quite an interesting thing to talk about. Religion has been a part of humanity as long as we've been sapient, you know, as long as we've had the ability of higher thought, we've had religions. It started out with worshipping elements and symbols, you know, the sun, the moon, rain, water. And then as we became more intelligent, we started to give those things names or manifest them in some sort of deity. Sun gods, the Egyptian gods, the pantheons of Greek and Roman legionnaires. It goes on for so long. It's been with us for thousands of years. There's a very interesting theory that spirituality and religion was one of the reasons, or at the very least, a way we can measure the development of sapiens. And we watch how, you know, religions evolved from simply just worshipping the sun for a good harvest to worshipping things for the sake of a good soul. It's become a lot more complex ever since those days, what, 10,000, 20,000 odd years ago. Good old days, I remember them. Spirituality is this sort of esoteric, almost whimsical, uh, how do I phrase this, appreciation for one's soul. The soul being a collection of emotions, thoughts, things that aren't material about a person, you know. Obviously we have flesh, we have arms, limbs, eyes, we bleed, we do all sorts of bodily things. But humans also have aspects to them which can't really be described easily. Things that are abstract, consciousness, thought. We can obviously note it down to neurons firing and all sorts of things, but even that isn't really truly understood yet. So giving them esoteric names like consciousness and the spirit and soul has always been a lot easier. It's the ones that we use in science today. A lot of philosophers use it too. The id, the ego. That's for another episode though. So spirituality, what actually, what purpose does it serve, you know? Like, why do we have it? everyone you ask is going to have a different answer if we look at the science for it it's pretty contested but generally speaking scientists conclude that spirituality and religion as a whole evolved from the human sort of existential crisis as long as we could think we've had existential crises we've been up at night doing our early day monkey things bashing rocks making fire hunting meat but at some point along that line of great primal rage, monkey brain went sad. Monkey brain went, why am I here? And monkey brain started to seek answers for something far greater than they could ever possibly comprehend. This is why we can sort of correlate spirituality and intelligence one by one. It takes a lot of sort of whimsicalness to be able to think up these sort of terms and stuff, you know, to whether you believe in religion or not, to be able to perceive these things as they're written is quite difficult, you know. Ask any person to write 
a religion on the spot and they will probably struggle. You know, they may use examples from well-known religious texts like the Quran or the Bible or the Torah or any number of Hindu books or any number of other scripts in existence. But an original thought about religion, now that's difficult. And that's interesting because somewhere along the line, someone have someone must have had that original thought, you know. Whereabouts did they have that original thought? That is quite perplexing for a little monkey brain to be doing. That's the argument for why spirituality is coincided with human intelligence. Now, back to the whole existentialism thing. It is contested as to why we have religion or why we've evolved it. Let's look at it from the atheist point of view, first of all. It may be thought that religion evolved through either a human existential crisis, finding meaning to life beyond the simple survival instincts of an organism and starting to apply it to what happens after death or answering big questions in life, like why we exist, you know. A human now is as human as a human was 10,000 years ago, just with a different language, different societal hierarchy. We're still human. Not much has changed in those 10,000 years. Therefore, you know, as current humans have those sort of late-night panic attacks, so did those humans. They also worried about these things a lot. So we had these religions evolve and develop more and more. The atheist argument also may take into account psychedelics. Anyone who's done psychedelics may repeatedly tell you this, something about finding God around them or some sort of spiritual awakening. A lot of people who do psychedelics regularly tend to be the sort of spiritual type, the sort of burning incense, meditating, archetype of people. They're very interesting people and psychedelics as a whole are fascinating because... We don't really know how they work. I mean, we can kind of monitor the brain and see what's going on when you take them, but we have no way to perceive them from a scientific point of view. They're kind of something you have to take to understand. I'm alluding to something here, if you can't tell. Now, psychedelics, well, most of them act on certain receptors in the brain, particularly serotonin receptors in the brain. Fun fact, that's why it's not safe for you to do psychedelics if you are on SSRI medications, antidepressants, because you might die. Anyways, apart from that, we don't really know how they work. So imagine some poor monkey-brained human a hundred or hundred thousand odd years ago. He's doing his monkey stuff, he's bashing rocks, and he comes across this funny little mushroom and he thinks, oh, 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 food, and he eats the mushroom. And then from this point onwards, this monkey human has just completely evaporated spiritually. He has been annihilated in the brain. He has been reassembled from the ground up because he's just tripped on mushrooms in the middle of primitive earth. That would be a profound experience for a little monkey human. And it's a profound experience today when we have science and all this stuff around it and all of this sort of stableness. So, put yourself in the feet of these monkey humans, these very early monkey humans, many, many years ago, and imagine how they must have felt by taking those psychedelics. They must have been bloody, overwhelmed. Can you really be surprised that religion exists then? Because I know for sure that the things that you see and experience and think on psychedelics are very much not linear compared to natural human thought. It's even thought that psychedelics jump-started the human sort of intelligence development. It was the final push that we needed to start thinking abstractly, to form 
societal hierarchies beyond the simple sort of feudal system. It was the spark that ignited just centuries of development. I find that so deeply fascinating. Now let's talk about God. Pretty much all religions, apart from a few exceptions, believe in some sort of higher power. Not necessarily an entity, but generally an authority. If not an authority, something that is beyond our perception. In Islam, this is Allah. In traditional Christianity, this is God. In Hinduism, it's a manner of deities, many, many deities. In Buddhism, there is not really a God per se, but there is an energy. These energies are disembodied a lot of the times, you know. There's a misconception that Allah is a single entity in Islam, but in reality, Allah translates more to spirits or holy spirits, you know. It's a kind of disembodied energy. And it's really, really fascinating when you start reading many of these old religious texts because they talk about um, seeing angels in very, very almost terrifying, eerily psychedelic sort of ways, you know. The biblical angel is this sort of great example because in the Old Testament, there's descriptions of angels having multiple eyes and a giant beyond comprehension and you can't look away from them and they're spinning in all sorts of circles and they have like seven different limbs jutting off in every degree of angle is insane it is madness and that's what psychedelics do to you interesting isn't it it just really tells you how much we know about the human consciousness because even so many thousand years later scientists still have no idea why this is stuff that we see on psychedelics of all things that you could conjure up why these entities you know surely people would be seeing anything more familiar how does one just randomly one day start seeing angels when you take a funny piece of paper or a funny little mushroom? That is deeply fascinating to me. Spirituality has its place in society even in the modern day, you know. Religion has for centuries been a manner of organising thought. It's been a philosophy. It has been a grand unifier for many people, but also a sort of spark for war in other times, sadly. That is human nature. We will always find reason to declare war, I'm afraid. Don't let people tell you that religion is the sole cause of war. Humanity is the cause of war. We are warmongering animals. We have for centuries waged war, even before religion. Even modern day monkeys that are pre-sapient do it. You know, chimps have been shown to be hierarchical the same way humans are. They go against wars, against other chimp tribes. Perhaps war is just a uniquely monkey thing, or also ant thing. You know, ants declare war too. Apparently, it's kind of cool. We'll talk about it another time, maybe. Spirituality offers this sort of umbrella for a lot of thoughts. It's an it's a roster of thoughts. It organizes them. It gives you a single, not always single, but like designated meanings for certain things. It gives you guidance. Guidance is important because. This world is chaotic. There is no sort of governance that ultimately will ever control all of humanity unless we become some sort of coalesced hive mind, which is a whole other podcast topic. So religion has offered communities a way to kind of come together and have a single commonness to them. It unifies people. It gives people meaning. It gives people a method through which they can kind of assemble their thoughts, come together, worship, pray, share something in common, 
celebrate even Christmas, Eid, Diwali, Hanukkah. It also teaches a lot of morals. A lot of the old uh, religious books, or even modern day religious books, you know, religions never kind of stop being created. They're still created to this day. Some of the biggest religions were created relatively early, only a few centuries ago. They teach about being good to one another. They teach about the importance of sharing all these sort of aspects. Of course, there are other morals that aren't particularly good, but these are morals that would have been perceived as all right back in the times in which those books were written and collected. It's very, very interesting how religion has also impacted our world. Spirituality and religion has been making a big resurgence recently, but it's also become very decisive with the advent of polarised politics and religious politics and all this whatnot. It's always been big, but in an interconnected world, an increasingly interconnected world, it's going to become a big topic again, you know. It's not just religious states now. We have secular states, but a lot of religious people. And they come to clashes with other religious people and atheists, and it causes a lot of controversy sometimes. Controversy is unfortunately something that we just can't avoid. It will always happen. But I feel like if we come together to understand the opposite ends, you know, because everybody is spiritual at the end of the day. Not necessarily religious, but everyone obviously has emotions. We all have thoughts. We all have this interior dialogue that drives us. That is your kind of spiritualness. It is that interior that's how I like to think of it. Spirituality is the way you perceive yourself inside. And that makes everyone to an extent spiritual. Some more than others because some may decide to practice faith or practice certain rituals and acts. They may meditate whilst other people may not. And these sort of ideas, this abstract idea, unifies people. It allows us to make connections beyond just physical. It allows us empathy. It allows us apathy. It allows us to understand one another from the perspective of another human being. It's what makes us human. It could be argued that high intelligence and spirituality, as I said before, has evolved with one another in tandem. One may be responsible for the other or the other way around and it hasn't gone out of fashion because it's been mutually beneficial. If you heard that crack, I'm very sorry, that was my bones. I need to drink milk. <laughs> see this is why I, I rarely do these unscripted episodes because i go on in a massive tangent and i just ramble for ages and oh it doesn't even make sense the same way when i write it in a script but that is in a sense good sometimes you just need to ramble and let your thoughts flow and then people can interpret them for what they see the most for more important topics or more decisive topics i will write scripts but i'm going to keep these unscripted episodes going because they're quite nice a few little updates about my rig. I've got a microphone boom. I've got a digital audio workstation or whatever it's called. I don't know. Oh no, it's an audio interface. I've got a lovely new microphone. It's an Audio Technica AT2020. It's great. You may hear some background noise still though because um, my bones are crunchy and I haven't soundproofed my room yet. So the boiler upstairs is still going to make noise. You're going to hear my little brother screeching like a fucking animal. I can't swear on this podcast. I forget that sometimes. I'll leave it in. No one will notice. So yeah, I'm going to leave the episode here. That's a lot to talk about for 15 minutes. Spirituality is something that we will always come back to again and again in smaller amounts because, you know, it's just emotions and stuff. Emotions and stuff is a lot of stuff to talk about. 
thank you for listening. I'll catch you guys another time. Until then, I am going to have a shower. I smell. <laughs>